Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs on the 16th, the day before St. Patty's Day of March 2023. So get your corned beef today for a delicious corned beef and cabbage dinner tomorrow night, okay, to celebrate St. Patty's Day with the rest of the world. Hey, this is Education Talk Radio today. We've got Nick uh, Poliak here, our old friend who's the superintendent of Layden High School District 212. Okay, in right outside of Chicago, all right, in Franklin Park, Illinois, and he he was he's he's always, he's been the leader of this for a while, but he just had the uh, event at the high school. It's the um, Transformational Leadership Consortium. Okay, they just met at his district. Uh, actually, just uh, this week, March twelfth to the fourteenth. Today's the sixteenth. Uh, so, uh, wow, this is really, I just realized how close it was, okay, this week, all right? They just met, and so Nick's going to be telling us what you guys, the you know, all the superintendents talked about, what transformational leadership means to superintendents and school districts in this day and age. So it's going to be a nice, nice show, and Nick's always great to have here. We'll archive the show over at ace-ed.org, where everything we do is, and everything over there is free for you. All right, please go over, read our magazine, Equity and Access. All our podcasts are over there, the links to our other websites, etc. It's the American Consortium for Equity and Education over at ace-ed.org. And without further ado, the one. The, actually, I have a little fanfare for you, Nick. Hold on. Here we go. You ready? The one, the only. Nick Poliak. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> Good morning, my friend. You've really upped your uh, your audio budget over there. I mean, <laughs> actually, I have one of those sound machines. This is one of the few buttons that's left that actually works. Okay, the other one is basically a fart sound, and I'm not going to do that for you because you deserve the fanfare. Well, we'll see. You can reserve your judgment for the rest of the show. Good to have you here. Well, tell us about your district. I'm always happy to have you brag about the uh, about the Layden High School District 212. You do do a great job over there, Nick Poliak. And by the way, before I forget, your buddy Mike Label, Mike Lubelfield will be on on Monday with us from the North Shore yeah. District over there. Yeah, I'll send Very him good. this. I'll, I'll send him this, and this will be something for him to live up to. Okay, can he Fair top enough. this? There you I, go. Yeah, I will lay down the gauntlet for him. I appreciate that. <laughs> Tell us about your Uh district, my good friend. For sure. So Leiden's an amazing school district. We are a high school-only district, Uh, so we serve students in grades 9 through 12, and uh, we are situated right outside O'Hare International Airport. So if you think about the greater Chicagoland area, we are the communities, seven communities to the east and south of the airport. We have two large comprehensive high schools, in total about 3,500 students, and um, very diverse community. We're about 70% Latinx, uh, but our quote-unquote white students speak over 30 languages. We have a lot of first and second wow. generation, um, you know, Central and South American and Eastern European students. And so it's just a really kind of wonderfully eclectic uh, school community and just amazing students, teachers, administrators, parents, our board. Um, you know, Larry, I don't know if I've ever told you, but these Two, there's two amazing statistics I love to share with people about our school Please. district. Um, this is my 10th year as superintendent here. Congrats. And I am the, That's great, I'm the fifth. Thank you. And I'm the fifth superintendent here since 1952. Wow. So you think about that. Wow. In 71 years, yeah. we've had five superintendents. And our, our current school board president, uh, Greg Ignofo, 
is the second school board president we've had in the district since 1980. Oh, so in wow. 43 years, we've had two school board <laughs> wow. presidents. So it, just a, amazing consistency that, yeah. that just provides a lot of trust and inertia and positive momentum. Uh, you, as I've always said, Nick, you are a shining example, and your district obviously rep- represents that too. You know, we've gone over a long time, and especially since the pandemic, there's there's superintendent turnover. A lot of people had a lot of pressure put on them, okay, during the pandemic, you know, and a lot of political pressure, I might add, okay? And as a result, a lot of people said, a lot of superintendents said, I'm getting out of here as soon as I can, all right? So that, that hurts the kids. And before that, the average length of a superintendent's tenure, and I don't know what exactly it is now, but it used to be about three to five years. So, A, congratulations to you, okay, for 10 years, and congratulations to the district for being so stable and having such a nice community. And that allows you to get things done, right? It makes, exactly. makes it possible. And, and I have to ask you, still have, you, know, you I, believe, I believe you have students that sit with the school board. Am I correct on that? We do. Yeah, we have a school board yeah. meeting tonight. Uh, for the past six years, we've uh, yeah, placed one this. student from each high school on the school board. So instead of seven, which is the traditional school board in Illinois, we have nine, seven elected That's adults and, and two students a year. And uh, so the question, can they vote? How do they participate? Just so people understand this. How do they yeah, participate I, in this? The way I describe it is they do everything but two things. They, they don't get to vote because statutorily they're, they're not allowed to. Yeah, um, yeah. And they don't go into closed session. So if we're dealing with some nasty personnel situations or, or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't go into sure. closed. But they receive every communication. They're part of every conversation and, um, and board decision, bringing the student um, perspective to the leadership at the highest level. And I have to ask this, the opposite question. Do the school board members who are obviously elected – Okay, and our, our, our adults who I congratulate again for serving their community. Do they listen to the students, or, or do they, or they kind of? And I want to say this the right way. Do they kind of say these? Well, listen to them, but it's kind of lip service. We're really going to do, or do they really take what they say to heart? Because I, you know as well as I do, student voice is important these days, and they can carry the voice of students to to adults who are not necessarily educators every day. What's the word on yeah. that? How that? What's the board reaction to them? No, Larry, I would say they not only listen, they seek input from them. And so wow. when there's a conversation happening, the board will turn to the students and say, what do you think? Or what are you hearing from your classmates about this issue? And so wow. they, they want that. So it's not, it's not lip service. They're, they're there as, as equal participating members alongside those adults. It's a good district, Nick, I've got to tell you, and you make it. You're, you're part of the reason why it is good, but it's really a good district. And it's, as we've talked over the years, I can't congratulate you enough for the good work you've been doing over there. And I hope we can get some more work out uh, that you're doing today. You, be, you This used to be the AASA, and thank you, Jimmy Minicello over there, for helping me get this show together. Okay, this used to be, okay, the digital consortium for AASA. And I guess now we finally realize that education is technology. It's, a, it's not new anymore, so to speak. So it's become the transformational leadership consortium. That's the, that's the new name of, of it. How, what, what's the difference between the two in your eyes? And you've been, work, you've been leading this for quite a while now. Yeah, let me give you a little history. This, this group has been in existence for about eight years. Uh, we were the first consortium that, the, um, that AASA created. They brought a group of us. Oh, to, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
and we went to the headquarters of Amazon out in Seattle. That was the very first meeting eight years ago. <clears throat> and part of the reason that I got involved is our school district back in 2012 became one of the first three school districts in the country to go one-to-one -one with Google Chromebooks and Google Apps. <laughs> and so we were at this kind of forefront of school districts coming from around the country to visit us to see what this looked like. What does teaching mm -hmm. and learning look like in a one-to-one -one environment? And so back then, we were the digital consortium. We were bringing together school districts that were trying to figure out what these new technologies were going to mean mm -hmm. to teaching and yeah. learning. Yeah. And so um, we have a collection of school districts and superintendents from around the country that get together to, to build community, to go on site visits and see the amazing things happening in schools across the country. And as the years went on, you know, digital was becoming much more ubiquitous. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's normalized. And so our site visits were really about transformational programming and practices. And so we rebranded the group from Digital Consortium to the Transformational Leadership Consortium, which we uh, affectionately call the TLC. And then we're just moving forward. Tender loving care with tender loving care. TLC, mm -hmm. I might add. Yeah, it's amazing. But you know what's interesting about this? And, and when they just visited you, because when we moved the digital, like you said, it's just part and parcel of everyday life. So we, the, the, the change has been made. Okay. So now we've got to go to the next, the next level, if I may. Okay. And, you know, when they visited you, and, and I want you to talk about this, okay, um, one of the key, key attractions, I have a note here that Jimmy sent me, one of the key attractions, okay, is the laden, laden help me with this, the Laden Community Lab Project, a, a, a lab project-based freshman program. I hope I'm saying that right. I want you to talk about that, and I want you to talk about your bilingual theater program. I want to talk about transformation here, okay, because the school districts, if I can use the old phrase, ain't your daddy's Oldsmobile anymore. Like you said before, the diversity is incredible. And over the last few years, we've come to recognize and love and appreciate and teach, too, that diversity. Okay? And it starts at the very beginning. So you have a bilingual theater program, which I just love, by the way. Career path. Just talk about transformate the way you've transformed the district and you talked to your fellow superintendents about this and they gave you ideas too how have things transformed over the last few years especially since the pandemic where it's we have to we have to make these changes it ain't it ain't what you went to school for anymore nick it's all changed what's going on yeah, there's about a, a hundred different directions I could go in right now, but you know, I, I want to start by saying the, the real power of being a member of this group is the collective lift of ideas. You know, I, yeah. I would never expect that me personally or our school district in particular would have all the good ideas, but if we can expand our network and go on these site visits and build relationships and see what other places are doing, let them yeah. see what we're doing, we can, we can ideate and we can adapt for our local communities, and together we have the good ideas. And so that's what this whole group is based upon. So when, when the group came here this week, we really wanted to highlight three major things. Uh, what we call CoLab, uh, which is our freshman Thank you. program. Thank um, you. Our, our bilingual theater program called Teatro Leiden, and then our, our bevy of career pathways and dual credit and early college uh, programming. So. I'll, do, I'll just kind of run down that, that for you. Do it. So CoLab 
has been in, in practice for, I think we're going into our sixth year next year. It is a, uh, a program that was designed by a group of very passionate teachers here. We gave them some time and space, uh, created a group called the Innovation Incubator, and we said, we're going to give you some time and some resources. We want you to dream big and come back with something new, something different that's going to better meet the needs of our kids than your traditional, you know, go to class, ring a bell, go to class, mm -hmm. ring a bell. And so what they came back with was Colab, and it is an interdisciplinary, um, problem and project-based version of freshman year. And so if you think about a group of 120 that. kids per high school, they mm -hmm. meet with a group of six teachers for uh, four periods a day. So there's no, you know, no passing periods. They have a, a dedicated long chunk of time. But you don't learn science and then English and then social studies. You learn it all woven together Beautiful. around projects. So you know, your science you study, you're going to write about the science. You're, gonna, you're not going to take tests and quizzes maybe like you think in a traditional class. You're going to have exhibitions around themed units where the community and your parents get to come in and see your work at the end. So you have a, a real live audience that you're, that you're actually executing work for. Um, the, the, the benefit of this, Larry, is collaboration and yep. team building and confidence yep. and public speaking. Yep. I mean, it, it, it is truly turning out students that are different. They have a different skill set that meet, matches the modern world and what they're going to need to be successful. Um, the, the confidence, the individuality that the kids get to bring, the community involvement, you know, they're out there running projects. Right now, our CoLab students are partnering with one of our municipalities to improve the tree canopy in the community. And so oh, nice. the students, as part of their science curriculum, nice. are going door to door and offering free trees to community members in partnership ah, with the village to, to improve the, the local tree that. canopy. Like, that's, it's amazing. And, you know, when you can't do that in a traditional 45-minute period. But if you have a program where you have a block, then we can say, all right, teachers, put the kids on a bus. You've got four hours a day. Do what you need to do. They're completely redefining what school looks like. They have I'll, to. I'll and pause there. So, and I, so let me ask you two questions on that. The kids do that in their freshman year. And, by the way, I think that's wonderful. All right, I really do. And back when I was a teacher, we had team teaching. I was on a team. The rest of the school was uh, kind of like every other grade in your school. But we were a team, okay? And we did that around several subject areas like endangered species and all that. And it was a lot of fun, which brings up two points, okay? The following year, their sophomore year, the kids go back to a regular schedule, all right? How's that work? When, they, when they're used to this wonderful team thing, okay, in this block of time, they're freshmen, it gets them advice. I love it. All right, now they go back, they're in the 10th or 11th grade now, and they end at whatever the grade levels are in the school, and they all of a sudden are back into the regular 45-minute period. How's that work? How the, how the kids yeah, doing it, with that? I think it's hard. The, the, yeah, the students, um, they have to adjust, again, to, to that model, and they bring different expectations and different skills to the classroom then. So they're expecting different relationships with their teachers. They're expecting collaboration and um, – in a different experience with education. So that's one of the big questions we get when people come visit us, and anybody's welcome to reach out and they can come see Colab in person. Um, but sure. uh, when folks come, they ask, are you going to create a sophomore, junior, senior level of it? Mm -hmm. and this is an, an interesting intersection 
with the, the career pathways that we were highlighting because we've got uh, you know, well over a dozen different career pathways students can jump into. But a lot of those classes are single period or dual period. And uh, if we try to block big chunks of schedule in mm -hmm. the upper grades, it blocks them out of pathways because it's just, it's just scheduling wow. issues. And so we haven't created an upper grade collab because we want kids to have the full breadth of availabilities of course paths, if that makes sense. It, it does make sense, and it's hard to do. And it, it, it brings it back to what we're talking about. It, you know, transformational leadership, okay? Each thing begets something else, okay? And we learn something that the kids really enjoy that freshman year, and it, puts the, and it really involves the community so well. Can we carry that further? It brings up more questions, which is good. You'll find the answers. My other question is, and I, I, this is very important, I, I don't think you guys – at, at, at uh, Leiden have the challenge. I think you remember this conversation with you. But there's terrible challenges out there with um, teacher retention. Uh, okay, teachers, you know, you know the pressures they're under right now, and certainly political pressures. I won't go down to all that. But teacher retention is a big challenge across the board. And you can talk about it in Leiden. You can do a pitch and recruit people if you want, Nick. Okay. But when you get the teachers involved in changing the way the world works, okay, i.e. the collab, okay, that's exciting. That's fun. That's change. That's transformational. And it's transformational not only for the kids, but also for the teachers. And it helps teacher retention where their professionalism, and not that you're not doing it for everybody else, but their professionalism, their ideas are well recognized by the administration, i.e. you and the gang, all right? And, and, and there's change made. Okay, and talk about how this affects the teacher side of all this, which I think is extremely important these days. Yeah, I, I never want to think that we have it perfect. I think we're always looking for ways to improve and grow. Um, in this particular case, when the students, like, the other question I always get is, you know, how did you get this approved? How did you get people on board with doing this? And I say, well, the reason they're on board with doing it is they created it. Exactly. You know, this wasn't exactly. this wasn't an idea. I came back and said, "Hey, I want to make this happen from on high." This was grassroots from our teachers, so they're so invested in it. Like I can't imagine any of these collab teachers ever wanting to leave the district because exactly. they're so passionate about point. what they do because yeah. they built it. They're engaged. It's we always say we want the kids engaged in learning. We want the teachers engaged in teaching. Okay, mm -hmm. really and truly, you know, that's simple. How's teacher retention in Leiden? We really don't have problems with uh, with teacher retention. Yeah. It, it's harder out there today than it's been. Um, we're we're blessed to have very competitive salaries and benefits here, and so that helps. Um, we we did some major construction renovations. We did about a hundred million dollars of of uh, of work in the last probably five years here. I'd love for you to come see it sometime. No, well, but, that'd be um, great. Thank you. One of the things we created was an on-site preschool and daycare. That, that our that our faculty and staff and the elementary school teachers in the area their children can access that's very affordable and it's on site mm -hmm. and so you know trying to meet our faculty and our community where their needs are um, it, it is a bit of a game changer for us especially for young teachers to be able to have that resource for them at their job location has been very powerful. You know, and it's amazing. And so you bring in – how many superintendents were there at the recent meeting? 
I think we had 42 people here for the, for the site visit. Yeah, that's a lot. From 10 different states. And so what was – let me – what was their reaction, okay, to, to all this, to all the things you showed them? Well, it's hard to speak for them. I mean, we, we did some reflection at the end, and folks, they were, they were very impressed um, of they were. At, the, at the level of engagement at the student and teacher level, right. the, the thoughtfulness that went into the programs we were talking about. Um, when they saw our students talk about Teatro Leiden, and I know I didn't really get to that, so let me yeah, I'll we'll pick get that to up it. for I you here. I love that idea, yeah. Um, when, when they got to meet with our theater staff and our students, there were um, people crying in the audience oh. as the students talked about what it means oh. to them and their family to be able to perform theater in Spanish. Oh, because that's you know they said we, we move like one student was talking about how their family moved here from Mexico and their parents don't speak English, but they mm-hmm. were able to come to a school event and experience a play in their native language and seeing their son perform in Spanish yeah. um, was just an amazing experience for yeah. the family. And what for an emotional community. experience! Lovely. Mm-hmm. That 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 is that's so lovely, and you know. I was just going to say, you know, you talked about how this was the digital consortium years ago. Now it's the transformational leadership consortium. The world of education has changed, okay? It has changed, you know, with digital is now part and parcel of the whole thing. I mean, and the things you're doing, and the thing, I'm going to ask you this in a minute, the things you're doing, you know, they represent the transformation we need now, okay? And I'm harping on your district, and I, that's my next question. There were 42 other people there, but there were 42 other Districts, and I got to ask you, Nick. What you what, what was what was the high? We'll get back to Teatro uh, late in a few minutes. But what, what did you learn from them? Okay, what stood out that did you heard from them? From my colleagues from around the country. Yeah, yeah. Just your favorite thing that you learned that somebody's doing. Oh boy, I mean, there there are. <laughs> we've been doing this for so long now that the, our districts are all cross pollinated. We all have programs and things happening in our schools that we've adapted or stolen outright from our friends on these site visits. Good. And so, you know, when, <laughs> when, we look, uh, when we look at, for example, our advisory program here, we have um, teachers that, uh, that meet in small groups with kids twice a week, kind of a four-year looping curriculum. You know, th- those are programs and ideas that we've stolen and adapted from, from other districts around the country. And there was a district here from uh, Wisconsin who was excited to go to our, what we call tech support internship class. Our students are level one tech support for all issues in the school district. And we have Good. a class that meets every period of the day and they do all the break fix of everything in the That's district. cool. I and love the, it. the district in Wisconsin copied that. So they have a TSI tech support internship in their school district. And so they got to come back and visit and see where our kids and program is now. But we're, we're all so much better when we can steal and adapt from one another. Because like sure. I said at the beginning, the, the, the good ideas are collective, not individual. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and that's the whole point. And it, it, it almost, I, I, it, let me finish this thing, it almost saddens me. Okay, there are 12,000 school districts, okay, or thereabouts, and we had 42, I mean, you can't host 12,000 people, but... You know, we had 42 come, all right? And, and, and I, I say this to everybody. This is the purpose of an association, 
Okay, get get these get these ideas from other people. You're not stuck reinventing the wheel, no matter where your district is. There are things you can learn from everybody. Okay, and the idea of transformation. I keep harping on this. The idea of transformation school district these days is very different from what it was five six years ago, with the pandemic and all that sort of stuff. And if I may, Chat GPT these days. I mean, it's just. Uh, you know, there's going to be big, big differences. And one of the things, and I just love this and talk about it now, you talk about your teatro laden. I, I just give it, give the, how'd that start? I love that. Yeah, one of our counselors, uh, Bill Mitchell, was involved with our theater program uh, a number of years back. And Bill realized that our, we're 70% Latinx, but that student population was very underrepresented on the stage. Hmm. And so when you, when you look at the, at the offerings, you know, not to be glib, but if you're, you know, maybe our uh, Spanish-speaking students aren't interested in performing Oklahoma. And so uh, he said, he brought to us this idea of, could we pick a play that we cast twice with an English-speaking cast and a Spanish-speaking cast? Oh. It doesn't cost the district yeah. anything more. But then, you know, maybe on Friday night at 7 is the Spanish performance, and Saturday night at 7 is the English performance. Wow. In the, if there's... Bilingual students, they can be in both casts, and they can rehearse together and run lines together with each other in different languages. And so we just tried it, and it was a huge, huge hit. I mean, Larry, the, the individual I stories I have. In the trip or wherever. I mean, it's a great idea. It's just a great idea. Well, and when I talk to other superintendents, the response is always the same. This is so simple. Why aren't we doing this? <laughs> exactly. It's so um, obvious, Nick. But, but yeah, so that, that's where it started. I mean, the, the stories, it, one of the coolest things that happened is the National School Board Association has these awards called the Magna Awards that they give out for mm -hmm. top equity programs in the country. Mm -hmm. And a few years back, they named Teatro Leiden the top equity program in the U.S. In that oh, year. nice. And so we got to go to this awards banquet, and they surprised us with a check from DonorsChoose.org as a congratulations and so I, I went to our theater program, and I said, hey, we got this check. Um, what do you want to do with this money? Do you want to repaint the floor? Do you want new lights? And they said, no, we want to commission our own play. So they reached out no. to a Chicago uh, playwright, Nancy Garcia Loza, and Nancy wrote a play for Leiden, for Teatro Leiden, and we got to help workshop it and build it and develop the characters and the script along with her. And then we got to do the world premiere of that play called wow. Wave. And it's a wow. story of a, of a border crossing, amazingly powerful, powerful piece that our kids got to help create and perform for the first time ever. I'll tell you, Nick, talk about transformational. I mean, this is, this is where it's all going and where it has to be going. And I, I just think that's just a beautiful story. I, I, I think you guys are doing just great. And uh, well, can I ask what other shows did you put on any musicals that we would know in both Spanish and English? <clears throat> they haven't done musicals. Teatro Leiden's been all um, all plays. Uh -huh. um, they did a show called La Gringa. They're, um, they're one they're doing this year. They're just actually doing tryouts right now for Don Quixote. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> one of the challenges has been there aren't a you lot know, of you plays. You can do a musical of that. I don't know if you know that. You might want to write a musical of Don Quixote. <laughs> Never been done. I'll, before. I'll get right on that. <laughs> actually, we'll fall to take. He's he's bilingual. Maybe he can do that for me. Actually, actually, that would be fun to do a play of Don Quixote. 
okay, mm-hmm. in Spanish, and then have the musical the next night in, in, in of Man of the Mancha. What a fun! That would mm-hmm. be a great exercise to juxtapose the two. Well, just an idea. You there? Yep, I'm still here. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. You don't like that um, idea. You don't like that idea. <laughs> I will. I, uh, I'll definitely like bring that idea. I like that idea. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't get into their business of, uh, okay, of their sorry, programming. I'll just leave you alone on that one. I just, I just show up and support them. <laughs> you know, it's, I just think. I just think what you're doing is just, just super. Okay. Um, but how do I, if other superintendents, and I think 42 is too low a number, how, how do they get involved in all this? What do you want them to do? Sure. And if you go to the AASA website, they have their all their programming and the different cohorts you can join. I mean, it, it literally costs a couple thousand dollars for a school district to become a member of the, of the TLC. And then you get to go on these two site visits. So next year, um, I'm, do you know our friend Glenn Robbins? Um, I, from, where? from where? From uh, where? He's... Uh, Brigantine, New Jersey, out on oh, the very kidding. far okay, Jersey sure. coast. Yeah. So in the fall, we're going to go visit Glenn Schools and see what he's doing over there. Um, and then in the spring, I think we're looking to go um, somewhere maybe in the Austin, Texas area. Well, but we just keep going every year, and it's it's about you know growing together and collaborating and learning. But yeah, you can go on the AASA website and check out. There are other groups. There's a um, a cohort that's uh, focused on social emotional learning. There's a cohort yeah, okay. based on rural schools. Early learning. I know you have an early learning cohort. Yeah, an early too. learning cohort for sure. So there's a lot of options. Yeah. But the biggest thing is just get engaged. It doesn't doesn't necessarily even matter. You know, if our group isn't the one for you, pick another one. I think it's the one for everyone because uh, education has to transform the work you guys are making at work. Okay, and I think it's just great. Thanks for being here, Nick. And I will send this show to your buddy, uh, Dr. Lubelfeld, and we'll see if he can top you. How's that sound? <laughs> Best of luck to him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick Polyak. You, you are one of the best superintendents out there and a good friend of this show. So thanks for being here today, Nick. Have a good day today. Always great Enjoy to St. Pat- Take care, Larry. Enjoy St. Patty's Day in Chicago, for goodness sakes. Turn that you river green. Uh, it's already green. Been done. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Dick. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, AASA. You heard it, AASA.org. Thank you, Nick Poliak. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. Speaking of equity, check it all out. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening.